All right, ladies and gents, welcome to a Veterans Day one o'clock special for the Business Bros Podcast today. We're going to be talking about how can you get more people to come to your business and not just that, convert them into actual business. That's what we're going to be talking about today. We got a special guest for you guys on today's Veterans Day special. So here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. And yes, we got Justin Osby on the show today. We're going to be talking about conversion, 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 because that's what it's all about, ladies and gents. So many people out there in the social media space. I have a view from my house. I can see all of San Diego. And at night, I always like to tell myself every light that is out there is a potential customer that can come to your business. The question is, how do we get them to know who I am and how do I get them to convert? So today I got Justin on the show and he's going to help us figure that out. Justin, welcome to the program. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Dude, that intro is cool. I liked it. Thanks, man. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fun. So we've been doing this for quite some time, and uh, you know we've had a lot of different guests on the show, a lot of different people in the business space. And I got to tell you, man, converting business. You know, I always say, you know, you should be doing one of five things every single day in your business. You should lead, generate, lead, follow up, present, negotiate, or close. One of those five things on a daily basis. Uh, but oftentimes, some people are good at lead generation. They suck at the follow up. Some people are great at the follow up. But they suck at the lead generation. Can you help us out, man? How can we get people to have some of these things put into place so that they increase their business? Right. Uh, so essentially what we help out with, um, we kind of, most of our clients have the lead generation part down. If they don't have the lead generation part down, we have uh, some trainings that we can help them, you know, try to figure that out. But essentially where we kind of uh, like make our bread and butter is taking a lead and converting them to an appointment so that you can hop on a sales call and kind of have a conversation with kind of taking that appointment to a sales qualified lead, right? So taking that appointment and and then moving them down the pipeline, doing your sales pitch, and then turning them into a client or to a customer. So that's really kind of like where we kind of that sounds like okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit about m me and my business, and then yeah. maybe we can use that as a template to kind of help walk things through. Uh, so uh, my brother and I we own an insurance agency, and we've we've done a lot of work to set up the back end support of what we do. Right. So what we tell people is, uh, you know, we're we're in the business of helping you grow your insurance business. Right. So we got all that back end support. So who we're trying to target is that is that solo uh, solo insurance agent. Right. The guy that's out there trying to do it all himself who's stuck who can't uh, can't find you know two minutes in the day to you know go eat dinner they're trying to like stuff their face while they're still doing work we want to help take time off their off their plate and give that back to them uh, in the form of you know back in support uh, and and so James and I are, are right now in the thought process of how do we reach out to these people how do we get in front of them tell them what does you do and the most important part how do I get them on my calendar so I can talk to them about that that sort of scenario Exactly. So that's exactly what we help with. Um, we own a marketing, a digital marketing agency, myself and my co-founder, Zach Williams. And essentially what we found was that we were really good at generating the leads. But what happens with those leads is really kind of what kind of takes a campaign to be successful or not. And not only with us, but also with all of our clients. So we're a lead generation marketing agency. So we got really, really good at generating the leads. But what happens 
with those leads after is what really you know makes a campaign successful or helps a client stick around with you. What we noticed is that whenever we were sending leads to you know our team or to our clients, what would happen was uh, like we're generating 100, 150 leads a month, depending on the industry. And it, eventually what would happen was it was almost like a full-time job following up with all of those leads. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a bunch of research and we found that if you're doing it correctly, you need to follow up with that lead within five minutes. If you don't follow up with that lead within five minutes, the chances of you qualifying that lead start to decrease by around 400%. We looked at a bunch of research articles. This this one that I'm quoting here is from Harvard Business Review. It looked at um, I think 15,000 unique leads, uh, 100,000 call call attempts over three years worth of data, right? So we're we're pulling in um, kind of like the system that we have. We're pulling in these data points, and what we found is that whenever you follow up with a lead within five minutes, the chances of you qualifying that lead drastically increase, right? So following up within five minutes, and then also making sure that you're having at least six phone calls go out. Hmm. Each chance that you have to an, an at bat rather, right? Each phone call that you have going out to that lead starts to increase your chances of qualifying that lead. And the magic number is six. If you have at least six call attempts going out, to try to qualify that lead, the chances of you qualifying that lead increase to like 90%. Right. And there's a couple of other data points in there. Like Wednesday and Thursday is the best time to try to get someone on the phone. Um, you at least need to, you know, try to call around uh, the best times to call four to 5 PM to try to qualify the lead and then around 8 a.m. So with all of those things combined, what we put together was a system where we, you know, try to, you know, follow up with the leads ourselves. But then it started getting to a point where like these leads, it's almost like a full-time job. So what we did, what we decided to do was develop a system and train agents to be able to, to work that system, right? And then we started implementing that with all of our clients. And then eventually uh, our clients would start sticking around a lot longer and the leads that we were generating started confirming into booked appointments, which those booked appointments turn into sales. Now, at the end of the day, what it really mm -hmm. comes down to is it, either yourself or the client, whatever like marketing dollars you're putting down, are you getting a return on investment on that? What it really came down to was just, you know, if we weren't following up the leads, we're not getting that return on investment. Well, and, and my experience has been, you know, my background is in is in uh, accounting and and the real estate side. When I was training as a real estate agent, my uh, my mentor would always say to us, "It's all about furiously fast lead follow up." Like if the, there's somebody who's calling on your sign as you're driving by their house, they're like, "Who? I'm interested in this in this house." If you don't answer the phone right then and there, you don't call them back within a few seconds. They're already looking at that next house. They forgot all about you. So when exactly. you're talking about the first five minutes, that's that's vital to to anything that comes in, especially when it's a cold lead that you have no connection with whatsoever. Uh, then then what you what you kind of harped on a little bit more was what happens afterwards. Making those six calls, making those follow up transactions. That's absolutely vital and as salespeople, we most people who don't succeed in sales is because they don't do that follow-up enough they maybe pick up the phone one time and call and they're like oh you know can you call me back i'm having dinner and that's the extent of their follow-up one phone call uh can you dive a little deeper into uh what that process is like whether you know text messaging whether yeah, it's yeah. uh email whether it's phone call like how are how is your system contacting them and how does that help your end user like myself to have those people become appointments or, or convert them into business. Absolutely. Let me, I'm going to address that question, but let me kind of back up a little bit. And I will say that a lot of salespeople aren't successful because they don't follow up. And I would, I would say that's not, um, uh, we hear that all the time. That's not something that, you know, we don't hear. 
every client that we have worked with, every time that we send them a lead, what will happen is, you know, at the end of the month where we're reviewing their campaigns, they're like, you know what, I, these leads don't, they, they kind of stink. They don't fall, like they don't call us back. You know, we, we try to call, they don't answer. And then we're like, okay, well, let's dive a little bit deeper into that and figure out what was going on. How many times did you call them? Well, I called and left a voicemail. Is that it? Yeah, we called once and, you know, they, they just didn't call back. I was like, okay, well, kind of mm -hmm. starting to see a, a, a pattern. pattern here. So yeah. we're like, you know what, we're just going to do it for you. So essentially what happens is whenever a lead is generated, uh, our team follows up within three to five minutes. A text message goes out. And then it says, hey, we're on the phone with another um, uh, patient or another client, you know, whatever, whatever industry we're working industry, with. Yeah. Um, uh, and then what happens is, you know, this sends a text messages and then our team is like, OK, hey, uh, we're, we're about to reach out to you, just giving you a heads up. So they are expecting the call. Right. And then within three to five minutes, our team reaches out. Once we get them on the phone, we're going to ask them a handful of qualification questions um, that has been preset by you know, our client or, you know, particularly like your business, like just to make sure that they're a good fit for your business. And then once they're a good fit, once we determine that, then we book an appointment with either the client or with yourself. So that's, that's kind of how that uh, goes down. Once we book the appointment, if for whatever reason, they don't answer, we send them a text message, immediate text message, follow up. And then for every single days, five consecutive days after that, we send a text message around 8, 8, uh, 8 a.m. and then the next day, 4 to 5 p.m. So we're hitting those peak times. And then we're also giving them a phone call that day as well. If for whatever reason they don't answer, what we'll do is we'll send uh, a follow-up uh, text message every 10 to 14 days for six months just to see if anything has changed. And Justin, that sounds like a human funnel. Right. So like, you know, I'm, I'm big right now on trying to structure our online presence so that we can take our our entire system and sell it in an online version. Right. So we can generate those leads online. Now, that is a lot of the same type of communication. What you know, when somebody clicks on our, our particular ad is what does it trigger? Does it trigger an email? Does it put them on a list? Does it send them a text message? You know, there's all these different automations that are that happen when you're creating a successful funnel. Uh, and what you're describing is is a real life funnel. This is not automation. This is somebody live person picking up the phone and talking to that client. This is somebody who you've already set up with a pre-qualification script to figure out if this person is even a good fit. So by the time, uh, well, you know, so by the time they get to your appointment, how does that process work right there? So when they get to your to talk to you, what do I know as the as as your client? What do I know about that lead? Uh, and, and how far along in the process are they when they finally, when they finally sit down and talk to us? Yeah. So what the appointment setter does is they take all of the leads. Let's say you get a hundred leads, um, a month. So they're every, every lead that comes in, their whole goal is to try to disqualify or qualify people. So what we predetermined are qualification questions, questions like, uh, depending on what industry you're in, um, for example, you know, an insurance agent, like, uh, do you have insurance right now? Uh, are you looking for home auto? Are you looking for life insurance? Like, and then start asking them other qualification questions so that they know that they're a good fit. And then our agents are trained to document that into a CRM so that you guys have all of that information uh, kind of like leading up to the booked appointment. And then after the, the appointment is made, we kind of uh, request that you guys have some like trainings or videos that you guys could send the leads so they can kind of pre-warm them up testimonials is a really good thing to send the leads before uh, a booked appointment. Um, did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, so what you're, what you're saying is, you know, once you, once we've already got them ready to go, once they're on my calendar, 
what you're asking for is additional information, uh, what we would normally use as like a lead magnet, for example. Here's a video on you know, four hours of you know auto insurance training, or here's a video on what you know something that is of value to them, so that when we sit down and talk in the appointment. They've already been pre-qualified. We know they're they're the type of agent that we're looking for. We've already uh, have them on our on our on our appointment schedule, and we've sent them something of value ahead of time. So when we're sitting down, it's that's everything that the the client they're already on. We've uh, we've uh, we've framed them and we've primed them to be ready to talk to to us as the end user. Exactly. If you give them something of value before you're getting on the the sales call to be able to pitch them whatever your service is, they're going to be highly more likely to be able to you know have an open mindset and kind of listen to you because they kind of see you and it, it's all about positioning, right? You've positioned yourself as the expert. And if they've watched a couple of hours of your you know, training videos, or if they've listened to a handful of testimonials that kind of addresses all of the common objections that you guys hear, uh, then they're more, way more likely to be able to close. What what kind of results have you been seeing? And when you bring somebody on, what's the typical uh, customer that comes to you? What's their situation as far as their marketing is concerned? As far as their uh, lead generation is concerned? And then when they're done with you, what what has what has been the result for them? Yeah, so most of our clients um, have the lead generation part already figured out. They're just really trying to get the appointment setting down. Right, they either are are, are hiring us for uh, their their business or hiring us for you know being able to set appointments for all of their clients. So um, they're hiring us mostly to help. Um, essentially, what we do is we help with the business owner, you know, our clients. What we do is we give them a custom solution. Um, we give them we we have like I said, we have all of the proven systems already built out. Essentially, what we're doing is we're packaging it up nice and neatly. We're handing it over to them so that they're up and running within like an hour. You just set up every, you know, all the software on, on the back end. And then we also find and train an agent that we feel super, super comfortable giving you over into your business. Um, did, did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, kind of. It, it made me give. It gave me more questions, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, you said they're up and running within about an hour. Uh, what is the onboarding process? Let's say you know I'm like you know what, Justin. This sounds amazing. This is something I want to do. How do I get started? What's that process like? Yeah. So what will happen is you'll hop on the call with us. Um, we every client that goes through uh, working with us, we go through and actually have a conversation, a face-to-face conversation, face-to-face, Zoom-to-Zoom or, you know, whatever. It's the new face-to-face, uh, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, the new face-to-face. Uh, we have a conversation just to make sure there's a good fit. We want to make sure there's a mutual fit between us. We're very selective with who we work with because, like I said, it's more of a um, like a custom solution. We're helping you making, sh- making sure that you have the best conversions that you possibly can, right? And, and so... We'll have a conversation and make sure there's a, a, a benefit uh, to both of us. Um, and then uh, once we decide to, to move forward, what we'll do is we'll give you access to all of our back end systems. And then you'll watch a couple of uh, like SOP videos just to ha- know how to set up everything. And then you'll have literally uh, a system that is proven to turn leads into booked appointments. Right. So that's the system. And then there needs to be someone working that system. We've tried just doing the automations, text messages and emails and try to get people to book appointments. But what we found is that in in the age of automation, a lot of people kind of get turned off by that and they can kind of pick up on it is no matter how customized you try to make it, people start picking up that it's it's automated. 
Now, once we started implementing the human to human interaction, having a live agent run that system, that's when we really started seeing our conversion rates shoot through the roof. And so that's why we, you know, give you the system. And then we also find an agent for you at pennies on the dollar. Usually these, uh, these people are coming out of Latin America. They can speak great English. They can speak great Spanish, which is, you know, um, obviously a huge benefit if, you know, you're working with people in like the Southern states of like Texas or, you know, Florida or, you know, just whatever, really. Um, and you're paying them anywhere between, I would probably say three to $7 per hour. So on average, you're paying like $480, $500 a month for an employee that we have trained on our systems. We hand them over to you. And then really all you have to do is connect the leads to the system. And then your agent calls all of the leads and make sure that they're booking appointments for you or for all of your clients. So um, let's assume that I don't have the lead gen set up sure. uh, and I need to have lead gen and appointment setting. Uh, what are we looking at as far as pricing is concerned? And, you know, are we having some sort of amount of ad spend that goes into it? How does that work? Yeah, so that's a great question. Uh, we do own a, a lead generation marketing uh, agency as well. Um, it really depends on the pricing is hard. Uh, what we I mean, I can kind of give you a uh, a rule of thumb, I would probably say ad spend wise, you're probably looking at $500 a month to really start to see the needle move. Um, and then there's like the retainer for us to generate the leads and to, you know, create the campaign that really is based off of, um, you know, what industry you're working in, um, what, what's, you know, kind of goes into creating the campaign. So wouldn't really be able to give you too much of a quote on that. Um, but th there's definitely options for us to be able to help you with the lead generation side as well. Awesome, man. Awesome. How did you get into this whole space, dude? Like, let's talk about you, Justin, the yeah. individual. Like, I mean, tell me a little bit about your background and, and, and why, why go into the digital space? Absolutely. So uh, kind of back up a little bit. I come from a, um, a huge blue collar family. I was the first, uh, person I'm looking at my, uh, you can't see it, but I'm looking at my, uh, plaques right here of my, uh, undergraduate, my master's degree. I was the first person in my family to get a, um, a bachelor's degree. And then I was with my church over in Mumbai, India and got super sick. This was back. Um, uh, let's see, this was probably like uh, eight years ago, 10 years ago. Um, I was in Mumbai, India and got super sick and came home, had a fever, went to the emergency room and was hospitalized for around 30 days. Holy moly. And this was when like Ebola was going on. So they were like, oh my gosh, you got this. They were totally disease. fair. Yeah. <laughs> they were freaking out. And you got quarantined before quarantine yeah, got was a quarantine thing. Before, yeah, before that was even a thing. And I was in the ICU for three days, almost lost my life. Uh, me and my wife had just like first year of marriage. So it was like super stressful. Eventually, uh, it came down to it wasn't any kind of exotic disease or anything. I ruptured my appendix and they just missed it. Oh. Ruptured appendix is really like an outpatient procedure, like you're, you know, yeah, in, in and out, and out of the hospital, like quick. But, you know, obviously I was, I was, I was septic, like my organs started shutting down because all that poison was, you know, yeah. leaking in. While I was in the hospital, I remember um, after they figured out what was going on, they did the surgery. Um, and I, dude, I, I mean, I don't know if you can see me if, if you're, or if you're on a podcast, I'm like 170 pounds, I'm 5'8", so I'm like, you know, lean. From where I'm at now, I've lost like 40 or 50 pounds. You could see every single like rib bone. You can see all, all of my spine bones and it was crazy. 
So they had me uh, walking up and down the hallways before they would discharge me from the hospital. And I remember like just like a couple of steps I would walk and I would be out of breath. I had like a walker and I was barely moving like inch by inch. It's just kind of sitting there and waiting. I remember walk, like watching people like zoom past me, like head down on their phones. And I just remember thinking like life is so fragile. There's got to be more to, you know, the, the kind of grind that you're doing every single day. Right. And I kind of, I had a, a sales job and I was, you know, I had a, a graduate, you know, a, a undergraduate degree and I was kind of successful a little bit, but uh, at that point I was just like, you know what, I want to, I want to make a difference in the world. I want uh, my family to be successful. I want to put myself in the best position as I possibly can. And, and I just kind of realized that life was fragile. Right. So I did what any other uh, blue collar guy that wanted to be uber successful did. Um, and I went and got my master's degree. Um, <laughs> and that was in like marketing and sales, kind of like in the healthcare field. And then I got a, um, a sales back, uh, a sales job uh, with an orthopedic company. And it was a really, really cool job. Um, I, I did a lot, a lot of hard work there. But at around 2 p.m., I was done. And instead of just going out to the golf course every day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to figure out and build my own business, right? I knew I wanted to do something better or something more. And I uh, I used to, <laughs> this is going to get you off guard, but I used to rodeo and ride bulls back in the day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I did that through uh, middle school and high school and uh, through college. And I, I got sponsored a little bit. I was going to some pro amateur deals and, um, so I decided I wanted to, I, I, I stopped riding bulls after that like hospital incident. Cause like, I was like, makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. Life's yeah. super fragile. Like, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. I was right. risking my life like crazy and over here I'm dying in the hospital. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and I always wanted to kind of uh, be more around that. Like that's, I mean, you think about it, like that's all I knew since I was in middle school. Right. So I, I opened up a uh, apparel company, a t-shirt and hat um, like rodeo business. And it was all based off of like online and digital marketing. And so I just dove down into figuring out how to do a website and SEO and Google ads and Facebook ads. And that's kind of really how I got to the digital space. And then through my church, I just had a bunch of business owner friends and uh, they saw how successful I was with the um, apparel uh, business. And um, I just started running ads for them. One thing led to another. Uh, first, first client paid me five hundred dollar retainer, and I was like, "Dang, this is this like, is I, nice. Okay, I like this. I could, do, I could, I could do this." And then I was looking at the the margins for the apparel business was like 22 percent. I was looking at the margins for the marketing business at that time. I didn't have a lot of overhead, so it was like 80, 85 percent margins. Oh. I was like, let me weigh that out. Yeah, mm, I was like, yeah, huh, I'm okay. <laughs> I need more of those marketing clients, right? So then I started doing, uh, kind of morphed into, I was doing like SEO and website and then um, really try to uh, figure out how to do recurring revenue. And what, what I really started to, to find was that uh, clients really wanted to put in a dollar and get $3 back as soon as possible. With websites and SEO, like that, that all takes a long time to start receiving a return on investment. And so I started doing a lot of um, lead generation, and that's where we really started seeing um, my business start to take off. So that, in a long story, um, is kind of how I got into digital marketing. And, and through digital marketing, we were sending leads to our clients, and we were getting leads. And eventually, 
our clients would leave after like one or two months because they were saying stuff like these leads suck. They never answer the phone, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And we were like, you know what? We're going to solve this problem. Instead of pointing fingers at our clients and saying, you should follow up, you should follow up. We were like, we're going to figure this out for you. And so that's how, that's how we created the um, conversionly is the company now that we have uh, its uh, appointment setting team and internal sales agents where essentially we are calling leads and booking appointments. We did that for our clients internally. And uh, that started, we started seeing instead of our clients leaving after one or two months, that's like the retention rate. It's turned into 24, 36 months. Our, our clients were sticking around with us. And the reason why we wanted to figure that out is because if you have an agency or if you have a business, and let's just say you're at 15 clients this month, you add on five more clients, but you lose five clients, you're still at the same spot you were mm -hmm. last month. So you can't really scale your, your business. And so we were like, we need to figure out that like hole in the bucket. We need to stop losing our clients. And so retention. That, retention. Yeah. We wanted to figure out the retention part because we had the prospecting, we had the sales process down. We could get clients. We were just losing them. Once we implemented this system, um, following up with the leads and booking appointments, that's when we really started uh, scaling our agency. And that's where we really started to grow our business. Now they're sticking around for about three years, right? And exactly. usually it's because they've acquired a book big enough to sustain them and they're too busy and they're like, yeah, we need to hit the pause button here. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a great, but that's a great solution. What you described there in that last uh, little bit of your story is uh, you were a problem solver. And I, you know, I, I teach high school in the morning. I teach a course called financial algebra. I teach kids you know, how to buy a house, how to buy a car, all the, the life skills. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that I, that I tell them that I've heard over and over from successful people. It's like, you know, you've, if you want to make money in this world, you got to solve problems. Now you can solve little problems like flipping burger problems. Somebody needs to do that. Or if you want to make a lot of money, you solve big problems. And the problem that you were solving was exactly that. You didn't look at, you didn't point the finger the other way. You said, how can we solve this problem for them? And that's the same thing that we're doing on our insurance agency. You know, we have a lot of agents that are out there trying to generate relationships and generate the business. They just don't have time to do all that paperwork in the back. And so rather than say, this is how you do it, go and do it. We're like, you know what, let's just do it for them. And that's kind of been the thought process along the way for a lot of the things that we're doing in our agency. And I see you doing a lot of the same thing, which is a, which is a, a great fit for, um, for growing in, you know, I'll shoot a number. We we've implemented our systems and we went from a 51% retention rate to a 98% retention rate this last month. And that was huge for us. Cause like you said, that's all bottom line. Everything that you've implemented there stays on your books. And all of a sudden you're still generating the new business, but what you already did, all the work you already did, you're keeping. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, real quick, cause I want to make sure that, that, you know, people get a hold of you, uh, for our listening audience. Can you tell people how to get, uh, in contact with you? Cause you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that are going through the same situation. You're spending so much time trying to generate new business that if you just had systems in place behind you, it would save you so much time, energy, and money. By the way, that's the acronym for system. Save you some, <laughs> saving you, <laughs> uh, saving you time, energy, and money. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really hang out at Facebook a lot. You can find me there. Um, Facebook.com forward slash just J U S T Oglesby O G L E S B Y. Um, I believe that's my Instagram handle as well. Uh, you can find me on, on those two platforms. And what we've done is I actually put together uh, a training for all your listeners. You, they can find it at officialappointments.com, officialappointments.com. What I've done is I've uh, put together a training on how they can build an uh, appointment 
booking machine. Essentially, how to turn your leads into appointments, best practices for managing your pipeline, uh, how to increase your conversion rates, how to maximize your shows, and how to retain your clients longer. Well, I am happy to have gotten you on the show today because uh, what you're doing is speaking volumes to what we're doing. So I think we're going to have a, an offline conversation here in a little bit. Um, you know, I already, this is one of the beautiful things about for me podcasting, right? So when we got into this podcast space, we did it because our mentors were saying, if you're in business, you got to have a podcast. What it turned into was one of the greatest prospecting tools I've ever come across. I get to meet amazing people just like you uh, who are doing some amazing things. And so I use it as kind of a cheat sheet. So I got you here on the show and I got to ask you questions about the way I'm doing my own business. Uh, and, and, you know, and, 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 that, and for, for all the UEs out there, that's what we call our little guys, by the way, the UEs are little characters. So all the UEs out there, if you know, this is one of the reasons why prospecting is so important for your business. It's not always that the person that you're talking to is going to make a transaction with you. It's the people that you're going to meet like Justin here who can add value to your business and make it something that uh, all of a sudden you get up in the morning and you're like, holy crap, I actually like going to work. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different ballgame to, to, to wake up in that mindset. Justin, real quick, any last minute uh, pieces of advice for anyone thinking about getting into the space, uh, the digital space and trying to do it themselves and why it would be a better idea to, to hire a company like you? Yeah, I would uh, definitely figure out um, where you're passionate about because what a lot of people talk about is niching down. Um, if you're just now getting into it, I don't hear a lot of people say this, but try to. Um, it's it's hard right now um, with you know potential pandemic, but uh, try to lean on your individual network, right? The people that you know, the business owners that you know, um, and then just try to get experience, kind of learn. Um, what works, what doesn't work, uh, what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what industry you are passionate about. Because what, what it really comes down to with prospecting and sales and essentially getting clients is once uh, someone is on the sales call with you, if they if they know that you're passionate and they they believe that you believe in your system, that's going to go a long way with you know actually closing the client. Um, and as far as like working with us, um, if if it's if it's something that you're looking for as far as, you know, generating appointments for your clients, because one thing that we found is that there's a lot of people out there generating leads for their clients. Uh, one thing that can set you apart is helping them go one step further, getting them closer to what they really want and booking appointments for them. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's that's really how we can help your uh, potential listeners out there. I don't know about other other UEs, but for me, that's that I I live and die by my calendar. If if my calendar can be full of appointments and then I just sit here and talk to people all day long, that's a winner. I know that as a as a communicator, as a person in in business, as a person in sales, that's where the money is at for me. So if I can get somebody to be setting appointments for me, to be filtering leads, to to just put them on my calendar so I can sit down and talk to these people that are already ready to pull the trigger, they just need that last little push. That's money, man. And Justin, thank you for coming on the show today and showing us a, a way through that. I mean, the simplicity of what you're you're doing is is amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun. Yeah, th thanks, man. I tried to make it as fun as possible. <laughs> All right, UEs, remember, hit, give us a, a subscribe, rate, like, review if you found some useful information for today. Uh, you know, follow us on at Business Bros Pod on all our social media platforms, and uh, we'll have one more short for you guys today at four o'clock. Matt says, keep on hustling, baby. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. And we're out. 
Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.